Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. For more information and resources, visit marinerschurch.org. Hello, and welcome to the Mariner's Gospel Everyday Podcast. There's unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Steve Bangley, and in today's episode, we're going to be looking at Proverbs 1.5. It reads, Let a wise person listen and increase learning and let a discerning person obtain guidance. You know, I really love this passage and uh, this morning's devotional, namely because of two things. One, I I think about the relationship between wisdom and knowledge. You know, we know that uh, you can have brains and be really unwise. I love Tim and Kathy Keller's example of this, uh, of Uh, the person who is a social scientist, and they might know so many empirical factors about uh, what leads to poverty, and yet when they try to help someone, they can really be unhelpful to them. You know, we might know someone like this, right? Like someone who knows the ins and outs of, you know, politics, and they know all the data, and they're so insightful, and yet, gosh, when it comes to relating with other people, there's so much unwisdom. It's possible to be knowledgeable and yet unwise. I mean, we might know this as it pertains even to relationships, right? We might know someone, I mean, they're constantly reading dating books, they're constantly reading marriage books, and yet when applied to their relationship or their marriage, we might see great unwisdom. But what I love is what, uh, and this really speaks to me about what Tim and Kathy Keller say, is that you can have um, knowledge without wisdom, but you cannot have wisdom without knowledge. I love this quote in the devotional. It says, you have to be knowledgeable about a subject before you can apply it with the discipline, discernment, and discretion of wisdom. Uh, Wisdom is wedding thought and experience to become competent with regard to the realities of life. And so we have to grow in wisdom and and in order to do that, we need to grow in knowledge. And so really for the question, the question that I, I feel compelled to ask myself, and this is kind of the second piece, is what is the knowledge that I need to grow into to become more wise? And I think at baseline, at baseline, gosh, I need to grow in the scriptures. I mean, isn't that true? We need to grow in the scriptures. Tim and Kathy Keller say this. They say true wisdom requires deep knowledge of the scriptures. You know, I once heard a great quote that um, the Bible is not sufficient. The Bible alone is not sufficient for everything, right? It's not, you, you know, it, it's not going to profit me as a Christian to just be locked up in a closet with nothing but me in the Bible. I need, I also need community. I also need prayer life. But while the Bible alone is not sufficient for all, the Bible alone is essential. It, the Bible is essential at the very least Um, I need the word of God. I mean, every day I need water. Every day I need something to eat. And in the same way, um, the Bible is the word of God. I love, that's why Jesus says, man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. You know, what's fascinating is, I think about when Jesus was tempted by the devil in the wilderness. I think it's, you know, Matthew 4. It's fascinating that three times that the devil comes, Jesus responds three times um, against temptation with Deuteronomy. I mean, think about that for a moment. When's the last time you and I got super excited about Deuteronomy? And yet, Jesus fends off temptation. He fends off spiritual attack from the enemy by going to the Word. 
why does the word of God make us so wise for uh, battling against sin? Or why does it? Why does the word of God make us so wise? Because we grow in the knowledge of His grace. We grow in the knowledge of His grace. First Peter, as we grow in the knowledge of His grace, we see uh, what He is like. We see His character. We see. Um, uh, the history of all that God is unfolding and in so doing, we see his values, his passions, what he really cares about. I mean, think about the question for a moment. Um, you know, like, what's God's will for my life? What's God's will for my life? But when we open the scriptures, we see like 99% of God's will for our lives because we see his desires and passions. In fact, you know, uh, it would be more frightening to know exactly, you know, who you're going to marry, your next job when you're going to die, all these little details that we want to know uh, where we wish we had a crystal ball of the future, but we didn't know the scriptures. We didn't know what God's character was like, what God had done throughout history, what God is trying to unfold, what it means to obey him, how to even get right with God through the gospel. If we had all those uh, little pieces of knowledge, but not the knowledge of the scriptures, I mean, life would really be scary. But thanks be to God, I mean, he's given us all that we need he's given us revelation and so you know i think about my life and maybe as you think about your own life maybe there is a great need for wisdom but as you grow in wisdom you and i both need knowledge we need knowledge in the scriptures and so i want to ask you a question how are you interacting with the scriptures you know, I don't ask that question to, to beat you over the head, um, to make you feel more guilty, to add another layer of burden, you know, like, oh, how dare you not read the scriptures? And, you know, we should not be coming to church on Sunday morning or, or you know, worshiping online and feeling like we can sing louder because we read the Bible because now we're more loved by God. No, absolutely not. But I don't think it's a coincidence that when we engage with the scriptures that we feel a greater abundance of the presence of God because we've been tuning into God's word. And in so doing, as we apply, as we apply the knowledge of his grace, we walk in great wisdom and greater wisdom. So are you reading the scriptures? You know, I, I know, I know it's January 5th. I know it's been five days into the new year, but if Bible reading is not um, on your new year's resolution, maybe it's not too late. You know, maybe you can still play catch up. And so I just want to get really practical for a moment. And again, this is not to burden you with another to-do list in the new year, but really because of the incredible grace that Jesus has offered to us in his life, death, and resurrection, but, and also be, so that we can step into and savor more of his salvation um, in experience and just treasuring his grace uh, through faith. Gosh, you know, if I can just get really practical, something that's really helpful for me is actually um, a Bible reading plan. That's been super helpful. Um, and so, you know, I once heard a great quote, the, picking a Bible reading plan, it's really like picking a diet. The one that you do works, right? Whichever one you end up doing is the one that works. And so, you know, pick a plan. You can stick to it. Personally, what I like to do is even if I miss a day, I actually the day after I go to the, the, the date of the reading plan and not the date of that particular day. And so that way, even if it takes me two years to get through a one-year reading plan, I still end up reading uh, the entire Bible. Uh, better, re better read it in two years than 
parts of it in one year, right? And so I don't let the misdates pressure me or discourage me. I just stick to it. Another thing that's been super helpful for me is to actually get a a study Bible. I own, I purchased and own uh, a CSB study Bible. Oh my God. Goodness, oh my goodness, it is so helpful because, you know, there are certain parts where, you know, I'm reading Ezekiel, I'm like, I have no idea what Ezekiel was about, but, you know, I look at the notes, I look at the, uh, uh, the insights and the commentary, and it just gives me a little bit of what I need, um, and so that's been super helpful. Another piece is actually journaling out uh, some reflection thoughts, right, uh, where, you know, I read, I summarize a little one verse that really spoke to me, and then I write some reflection thoughts, some bullet points, and then I write a short prayer. I mean, it's like a short paragraph, like five, six sentences. And yet, for some reason, even if I feel like, gosh, I'm reading Leviticus, it feels so unproductive, there's one thing that really sticks out, and I, I remember that throughout the day. And so, I just want to encourage you as you seek wisdom this year, as you grow in wisdom, would you also grow in knowledge, the knowledge of his grace as you find it through the scriptures? Um, Not to burden you, not to uh, guilt you, but to excite you so that we can better understand who he is and walk in his ways with greater wisdom. Would you consider doing that? Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you for giving us your word. You have given us revelation. You've actually given us 99% of what we actually need. So would you strengthen us to pursue and love your word because your word, it is, uh, it's a delight to our souls, David said. So help us in Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in and allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.